Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. After a careful and dangerous bridge crossing, the Mogbiles arrive at Hardy's Healing Temple and meet Ed Hardy, who welcomes them in. After getting settled in and meeting the rest of the monks, Ed says he may be able to help Gary with his condition by doing a little soul-searching. Although wary, Gary agrees and prepares for the treatment. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. Ed Hardy finishes up uh, that he served himself just a little bit of gazpacho. Just, you know. And he finishes it up and he goes, oh, here it comes. And you see Grognak is heading back in after having picked out some herbs. And he begins steeping them in a kettle over a small fire in the center of the room. A few minutes later, he brings you a warm cup that smells of lilac and berries. Maybe a little bit of honey? And Ed sets out the mat for you. He waits for you to drink the cup. He goes, here, enjoy, man. Okay, down the hatch. He's going to drink it. It's pretty good stuff, if I say so myself. And he, uh, you see he's poured himself like a big mug, and he's kind of downing it. He's a very big boy at once you finish the cup ed takes it from you and he lays you face down and he begins guiding you through some breathing exercises he goes okay in through the nose out through the mouth now imagine you're a little fish at the very bottom of the ocean glub 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 velma begins to run her hands along your back first you feel a gentle kneading and then the first alignment as your lower spine pops into place and you see stars. Ugh. Good. Now let that go. Uh, I'm not holding anything. Crack! You swear you just saw a color you've never seen before. <laughs> oh. Now pick a tiny spot on your body and begin moving it. Okay. A small movement just for you. No one else can even see it. Now, crack! 
as this goes on, you actually begin feeling more and more in tune with yourself, but less attuned to the outside world. Ed's prompts fade more and more into the background. Thelma's hands feel gentler and gentler and smaller and smaller. You swim in the sweet aroma of Grognak's tea, and you don't even feel as Ed puts his hands on your temples. You feel totally at peace. Then you hear... (laughs) Gary! Who's doing this? Why does it (coughs) hurt? I don't know, my... uh, I don't know. I'm I'm here to figure it out. I'm trying to help you. I just... (laughs) I just wanted to stop. Me too. us both here and I'm trying to get, get you some peace. Were you... Were you... Were you with them? <laughs> with who? The ones that killed us. <laughs> uh, before you were zombies or after? Before... Before you were zombies, I don't know who killed you. <laughs> they poisoned us, Gary. <laughs> what? Who did that? Who, who poisoned you? I don't know. The halfling. The halfling. I, I just, I, I didn't want to let them go. Like Tiro? What? There was um, there was a guy that he said he was working for, um, like the magic uh, agency or something, and I think he was a halfling. I don't know. But they took everything from me. How did they how did they poison you? The well and Tom They took Mary and now she's gone. Do you have you always um, had that laugh? No It was a side effect trying to keep myself alive. Are you, no. are you like um, a wizard? I was. No. No, I'm just in pain. <laughs> I just wanted to end. Someone poisoned all your family and your friends. Uh, it's happening again. I don't, I don't know what, they, what they're doing. What's happening? Do you feel it? I, I don't know. My arm. Your arm? My arm. I can't even see it. I don't have one. I can't see anything, but it hurts. It hurts. I'm gonna. I, I don't know how, but I'm gonna 
get you some help, okay? I'm, I'm really sorry. Please, 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 make it stop. Make it stop. And the voice begins to fade as you begin to hear Ed's voice again and you hear the snapping of fingers in your ears. And he goes, all right. And now in your own time, just come out of that. Just let that go. All right. Garamar. Yeah. You there? Yeah. Um, How was that? Did, did, did you see what happened? I saw some of it. Garamar. And he winks at you. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, you don't need to explain yourself, man. How was it for you? Uh, honestly, it didn't help. I mean, I got a little bit more than usual, but I, I feel so bad for the guy. Like, I, I just want to. I just, I just want to help him and, and and just turn it off. I guess. Yeah. Here's the thing. I can. Uh, I couldn't quite make out everything in there. Uh, you're always gonna have a better perception of yourself than anyone else. But I gathered a couple of things. It appears that, uh, you've got two souls occupying your one body. I figured that, yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know where your uh, spiritual beliefs lie or anything, but our theory, at least the three of us, is, uh, and a, a number of other people, too, is that we're all animated by an energy that no one quite understands it's kind of indescribable right call it a soul call it whatever you want but our belief is that when your time is up the energy that makes you you is scattered back into the universe like a it's like dissolving salt in a glass of water they release their form and then eventually they settle back down at the bottom of the glass in a new shape. You know, in this case, a new person. And then when that person's time is up, the the glass gets stirred again and the particles go up and come back down in new shapes, new formations. Point is, right now there's Garamar and there's Beth and there's Cal and Ed and Grognak and uh, Velma... But, you know, eventually we'll all be dead. And uh, our energies will disperse and recombine in different formations. A little bit of your energy will combine with a little bit of Velma's and a little bit of someone on the other side of the continent. And there'll be a new person. And that energy just kind of gets recycled. It's a cycle of life, you know? Okay. Point is, we're not sure how, but... It appears you have someone else's energy stitched into yours. Uh, what was uh? Did you, do you did you manage to catch his name? I think his name is Foltima, something like that. A Fulmar, Foltima, Fulmar. Fulmar. Okay. Well, something about that stitching with Fulmar might be causing this change. Honestly, we're not sure. It's it's a shot in the dark, but it seems like the uh, likely thing. You said this was a, a necromancer staff. Yeah, he and he told me he was a wizard, and it's just some side effect from, you know, he's got this horrible laugh. It just keeps me up at night. Yeah, well, you see, the thing with necromancy is 
they often leech off the uh, the energy of others to feed themselves life wise you know right and uh, perhaps when you broke this staff some of that energy got leached into you in a really uh, permanent way permanent semi-permanent at least your essences it, it looks like they're tied you know it's not you don't have separate rooms you're you're both in the same space but um we've got one theoretical solution okay there are ways to make something called a soul gem it essentially holds on to an essence once a body has expired and before the energy gets recycled you know before the glass gets stirred we could possibly kill you trap your energy and allow the other to move on before trying to revive you and return you to your body whoa i know it's a lot and if i'm being totally honest with you we don't know if it'll reverse the damage but if what we think is true then it might theoretically prevent further decay okay and uh what's this other option that i think that's all i got the alternative is uh waiting it out oh i don't think i can wait it out i think he's gonna take over me if like like a leech like you said oh fuck yeah it's it i mean this it almost looks like rot to me man like like the universe is trying to i don't know let him go but he can't yeah well, I, I think I've used a soul gem before. Um, I had a friend that was a warforged, and and she, well, expired and, and sort of. So we transferred her consciousness into some kind of gem. Yeah. Does that sound like a soul gem? Yeah, that sounds about right. They do that in a lot of the uh, city hospitals. And then um, I heard that... Unfortunately, that gem broke later before she was able to be transferred. If you break the gem, are they gone for good? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Or at least, hey, I could be wrong. This is all theoretical, but to my understanding, at least, it's a vessel. It's a, like a glass of water. If you smash the glass, then it's gone. It's useful if you're just pouring it between containers, but if you just let it out, then you can't really get all the water back into a glass, you know? Okay. But, uh, what, I'm gonna have to find a new body? Is that what you're saying? No, no, we, we can use your same body. We could try and do a really, uh, as minimally, uh, a damaging process as possible so that we can try and put you back into, into the same vessel. Uh... But there are two things I gotta mention. Okay. One, the process does tend to kind of corrupt and, and weaken just a little bit. You know, usually you'll return minus a bit of your power, which gets lost in the process. Uh, two, we'd have to destroy the soul gem after it's done. It's just our policy, you know. It helps maintain the natural order of things. Otherwise, you're really just one step away from lichdom. I guess that's fine. Yeah. Okay, it's just, uh, 
yeah, people tend to get a little greedy when it comes to immortality and all of this. I, I'm not interested in extending life beyond its natural course, just uh, letting you live a healthy one, you know? Live your bliss, my man. But then what happens to uh, Fulmar? Well, if we can pull this off, he'd be released to uh, to move on, to get recycled in the grand cycle of life. Should we uh, give him a heads up, maybe? Let him know that... I mean, do we have... We have a soul gem. That's the other thing. Right. We're going to need to send you after the gem. They're pretty rare and kind of difficult to obtain. Uh, You see, we'd send someone ourselves, but we're already running with a small crew. And we need everyone here in case someone shows up and need a healing, you know? Okay. Well, I mean, Velma looks pretty good for uh, helping us out. Thanks. Yeah, but, uh, you know, if someone like you shows up while you're gone, I want to make sure we've got full facilities to help them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, you can sit on it, but if if you're ready and you want to do it, you let me know and I'll give you the instructions. It's, uh, it's pretty late right now. It's, I mean, you were out for a few hours and so it's, uh, it's nighttime now. You're welcome to rest for the night if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I I would appreciate that. Okay. I think we could all use one. How about we let you rest, and you, you know, you talk it over if you got to, and you let me know what you want to do in the morning. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no no worries. Let me, I'm going to head up to the third level, and I'll set up some cots for you and the family. Oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. And he heads up, and you see he begins to set up some of the, the sleeping mats. Hey, what happened? Um, we're gonna have to go on another quick stop. We're gonna have to go on another little trip and then come back here and then continue our trip again. Okay. Um, after we leave this place, we're gonna have to play the name change game. What do you mean, Gary? Well, I kind of struggled there on the spot, but, uh, I can't afford us being tracked down. So, when we lived in our new home... Uh, we gotta change our names, or else people are gonna find us. What's my name gonna be? Uh, I guess you can make one up. Could be Jeremiah? Yeah, it can be Jeremiah, sure. Okay. Um, so you don't have to do it yet, just once once we finish, uh, once we leave this place the second time, when we've done our business here. Oh my, Gary, I, jeez, I wouldn't even know where to call myself. It's a big change. You always, uh... Look like an angel to me, so how about angel? Oh, Mr. Bogfire, you are... <laughs> so, so what were the options? What they give you? Okay, um, so they told me that, um, basically, what it boils down to is they have to put my soul in a gem. I did a similar thing with Doc when, when she was, uh... What? Yeah. Wait, what, what, what do you mean put your soul in the gem? Like, they, like they kill you? Yeah, they said that they have to kill me, put me in a gem, and let the the uh, evil guy, Fulma... Well, I don't know if he's evil, but, you know, he can't... He's he's undead, kind of. He was a necromancer, and you know, he won't leave my body until I do, I guess, until, until I'm dead. So they gotta put me in a gem, let him... 
leave my body and then I can go back in and theoretically oh should god up. Gary what if it doesn't work well Beth he, it looks like he's taken over every he told me they're like leeches and it looks like he's taken over every day or you know every he's, he's constantly growing and well, think about it. What if he what if he transformed me completely and then I no longer have control? You guys would be in danger. And I guess I would be gone anyway. So, you know, it's worth it. It's shot, I guess. I I, I don't know why, but I trust him. <sighs> oh, Gary. <sighs> this is a lot. It is. This is the, uh, yeah, this is the hard part. But just think about once we get past all the hardship and... You know, we're living in our, on our own in a new place and it's not gonna be so crazy anymore you know none of this lawyer crap anymore just me and my family living a normal life and, and I'll do some other thing hunting whatever something simple we don't have to live this grand life I don't have to try to be somebody in, in this society because this society's messed up I mean I, I maybe we can stay here but I also don't want to put these people in danger so Gary wherever we go you know we're here with you yes that's why I love you sweetheart okay so what now so they're letting us sleep here for the night they said uh, you know since it's late and in the morning he's gonna fill me in how I can get this soul gem we go get it and bring it back or I can go on my own if you want uh, will it will it be safe for you know for Cal hmm pro- probably not uh but is it safe to leave him with strangers? I, I. Do you think maybe? Well, I don't want to send you on your own. I want to be there in case you need me. But I, I, I just want to make sure he's safe too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see what they say about uh, about how to go about it. But I'm I'm betting it's not going to be easy. It never is. Let me think. When I bought one, it was about one seventy, one eighty. When I bought one of those soul gems, so. They're kind of valuable and expensive. But there's a plan. We're getting somewhere, right? We're advancing. So. Yeah. It's not hopeless. Okay. Well, how about we rest for the night and uh, we'll deal with this in the morning, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Can I sleep with you? No, you little rascal. <laughs> of course. I'll sleep in the mill. All right. I. All right. From his bag, he pulls out a little blanket and he like wraps it around himself like a cloak and he goes, okay. <laughs> And uh, I'll lie down with him. Okay. Yeah, you guys head up to the third floor, and they've laid out uh, three little sleeping mats, and you kind of push them together to make a, a big, like, family-sized sleeping mat, and you all rest for the night. You may long rest. We're halfway there. Half. Either of two equal or corresponding parts into which something is or oh can be divided. Oh my god, he's really out of ideas, Jesus. Alright, then you go think of one. Go ahead, I'll wait. You're a half-wit. Alright, that'll do. This, this is the Halftime Ad. With Nikki B. Sup, dudes? Papa Mogbile is being pretty generous this time, huh? Two Gary episodes in a row. I think we're gonna spoil you rotten. You little Gary guys and gals. I guess 
I gotta admit, we do like spoiling our fans here at the Drimbus International Headquarters, Incorporated. And you know who we spoil the most? Our patrons. We just love showering them with gifts and, most importantly, bonus content. Uh, ooh, ooh. I got your attention now, don't I, huh? Yeah. Well, don't you want to hear a family of adventurers, you know, travel into a cave, kidnap a goblin, and try to convince him to join their family? <laughs> yeah, you do. Here. Here, I'll give you a taste. to this cave. No. I vote for freeing Gobby. After we kill everyone in the cave. That's three for Gobby. We can free Gobby of his mortal coil. That's four for freeing Gobby. Uh, no, wait, wait, I wait. I think I, we have a majority, folks. I, I, I'd much rather maintain this chain on my mortal coil. Um, oh. let's, let's not free me from my mortal coil just yet. Uh, well, not at all, please. Never mind. We're back to two votes for freeing Gobby. <laughs> Gobby, why don't... I mean... You don't even like this Clark guy, right? No, not particularly, no. So why do you work for him? <sighs> he said he has. He thought he had no other options. Well, you have an option right here. How would you like to join the Winters family? What? And we all just like pose. <laughs> and Nikolai the Backbreaker. Yay! Um, Gobby Winters. Oh, I. I mean, I, I already have a, a family, but I, I appreciate the offer. It's okay, we can kill them. I mean, uh... <laughs> uh oh, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it, look, I'm just being totally honest. There's a high chance we already did. Well, that's true. They, uh... My my parents live in a different region. Um, they, uh... They, they're, not, they, they're not part of the Kragmaw. So, yeah. If you want to be in our exclusive patron-only bonus series, then uh, make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash drimbus. don't. Uh, you do you. We're going to keep being cool over here with Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emrys Craig, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, NB Star, Stevie B. Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Fina Moonstrider, Denny Dewdrop, and The Myth Mouse. Alright? So get back in there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into a wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. As morning comes around, you smell the scent of, uh, what, what is it? It's, it's almost a cinnamony scent. And as you kind of sleepily blink your eyes open, you see Grognak standing above you. And he has a big tray. There are three cups and three plates. There seem to be scrambled eggs and pancakes with maybe, is that bananas, I think, on it? And a couple of cups of some sort of tea. And he goes, morning. Just thought I'd bring you guys some breakfast, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure what your dietary restrictions are. We've got other options, but I made wow, some... Wow, is that banana, I think, on it? Yeah, I love banana, I think. All right. Wow. Thank you. That, that This means a lot. Of course. Can I get you guys anything else? This is my, uh, it's a special cinnamon tea I, I make. Oh. I find it really helps relax me and start the day off right. I'm going to sniff that tea. Mmm, it smells so good. And I'll take a sip. Yeah, you take a sip and uh, you get a temporary plus one to constitution. Whoa. Okay, cool. What do you think? Um, I'm going to need as much of this as possible. Thank you. Sure, I'll get to brew a nice big <laughs> kettle for you. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys get to it, and uh, if you need anything, just give me a shout. The sound tends to carry pretty easily through here, so. Thanks, Grognak. Wow. Thanks a bunch, man. Yeah, you got it. Beth, Beth you gotta try this. Try this. Look. Oh, my goodness, Gary. Wow, I feel so sturdy. <laughs> it's like it's constitutional. Oh, yeah, it's like I could really, uh... Take a pounding. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh wow, Calvin likes tea for his age. That's um, that's very uh, grown up of you, little guy. Thanks, Dad. I'm pretty sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> and he drinks the tea with a pinky up. 
but he needs to hold it with both hands. Yeah, like the cup's too big for him. <laughs> We've been working on his vocabulary, Gary. Wow, that's uh, that uh, compass education Iliad is really uh, working for. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know if they have Compass Learning Odyssey anywhere else in not Florida, but... All right, I'm going to eat all my breakfast. Okay, yeah, you eat up. It's freaking delicious. You feel great. Ah, all right. Let's get on with the day. Okay. As you guys head down to the main area, you bring your plates down, and uh, Velma takes them from you, and she goes, What'd you think? Pretty great, huh? Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Oh, yeah, I just... No one cooks like Rogback. I feel like I could, uh, kick down a tree. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could do that already, but I feel way more confident in my abilities when when he feeds me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and he claps his hands and rubs them together. He's like, so, uh... How do we, how do, we do this, uh, gem thing? And in your right ear, you hear, uh... All right. Yeah, let's, uh... Oh, I did... Good morning. Hey. Hey. Really, uh, take some quiet footsteps, huh? Yeah, you know, silence is a hallmark of my training. Yeah. Oh, we we were pretty we were pretty quiet, too. There was a troll on our way here. We were able to tiptoe past him. You know that guy? Oh, yeah, Hattrick. Hattrick? Yeah. He charges the toll for the, the bridge. It's, uh, helps fund... The, the the temple just a little bit. Yeah, that we think of it as a as donation as heavily encouraged donations. Yeah, yeah. He was just you just missed him actually. Uh, he he actually likes sleeping outside, but he stops in for meals every now and then. Oh, okay. I think I know his brothers. Does he have brothers? Yeah, he's mentioned to me. He's got a couple. Uh, oh God, what were their names? Uh, Patrick. Gatrick and Ratrick, yeah. I think. Yeah, I know those guys. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've all sh- tried to shake me down before. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's it's a living, I guess, but uh, it sucks. It's a kind of an opulent way, I guess. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Okay. I was, actually, I, I did have a quick question before we got yeah, started. Go for Just how, how did this all, this temple, how long has it been here? When did this, this looks ancient, you know? Yeah, well, like I said, it's been here about 70 years. Uh, my partner and I built it, actually. Uh, and, uh, it, well, not just us, you know, a group of friends and kind strangers along the way. Uh, like I said, we all have our sack of shit, you know? Life deals it to us, and we do what we can with it. And I've just found that if you're willing to help... Sure, it won't always be easy. I've I've seen a lot of terrible crap in my day, but generally it pays off. You know, you scratch someone's back, they they'll scratch yours when it counts, and that's what this place is about, really. Just uh, providing a place for people to come and better themselves, and when they're ready, help each other. Did you, did your group used to be a lot bigger than this, or it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so. especially in its heyday, we used to, God, we barely had enough room for everyone, let alone food, but I don't know, in recent years, just, uh, I guess people haven't been feeling it as much, I get it, it ebbs, it flows, you know, a lot of us are old timers, you know, some of us have passed, and, uh, 
well, that's life, you know. I know they're uh, they're out there somewhere in the in the great cycle. And I have faith that eventually this place will be of use to more people. I mean, hell, look at you guys now. Yeah, yeah. I I guess with the, uh, with your partner gone, or um, or maybe it's because of the man or monster rule. You know, people are uh, moving past the. Uh, traditional ways, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, everyone goes through phases, and maybe we could do a better job of letting people know this is up here, but we've kind of operated on the belief that you find this when you need it. And so, we'll be here, but... I mean, if people in Opulent knew about you, it'd be way, you know, we were on our way to save a life and they were charging us money, so like... I wish more people knew about you guys. Yeah, well, hopefully we're not the only ones out here doing this. Uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, all we have in life is each other. So we, we got to help one another out, you know? Otherwise, what are you doing? Just living life out on your own, just for yourself? I guess so. Okay. Well, that was my question. Yeah, sorry. I, I like to ramble. No, I... Yeah, just didn't mean to pry, just curious. And, uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'd like to spread the word, I, if you don't mind. I mean, yeah, you know, if, if they got good vibes and you think we can give them a hand, please, we're, we're always, we're a welcoming bunch. Okay, let's, uh, kill me and bring me back. How do we do it? Alright, well... First, we gotta get that soul gem. Right. There's a crystal cave actually hidden behind the waterfall at the bottom of this mountain. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's uh, it's not terribly far. Uh, you'll have to cross the bridge and take the hike yeah, down. Yeah, and... I, I remember that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're gonna have to figure out a way past the crashing water. We used to have a spellcaster that was uh, better for it, but, well... They're gone now. After that, and this is kind of the tricky part, the cave's going to present you with a series of tests. You just got to be open to them. You know, be honest. You'll be okay. And, uh, well, they're always a little bit different, but we've kind of narrowed them down to a pattern. Uh, The tests are usually as follows. You speak your truth... You show your courage, you test your strength, and you trust your wisdom. Okay. Um, do you think that my family should stay here, or should they come with me? Well, you know, that's up to you, but they're definitely welcome to stay here with us. Uh, And we'll say it can be a pretty uh, tiring challenge. You know, so going through the trials and seeing as you got a little one with you. Kind of dangerous, right? It can be, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, should I bring the horse or do you think, like, I can just walk? I The hike's not too terribly bad. I mean, you're going to have to come uphill on the way back, but hey, you're young-ish. Well, not really, actually. You know, goblins kind of don't have as much to live, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, it would fit the whole my own journey thing, right, if I... Yeah, yeah, look, it's, 
You get out of it what you put into it, man. Like I said, be open to it. Uh, you don't know what you'll find. Should I take my shoes off then? Or is it too cold for that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, you're welcome to. It might be a little cold out there for that. All right. right I'll, I'll, uh, I might keep, I don't know. I'll keep them on for now. Um, okay, so I guess I can leave the horse and the wife and kid here and I'll just do my test. Yeah, man. I mean, they're safe here. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. So, okay. All right. Well, good luck and have fun. Y yeah. If I, you know, if I don't die, you know, not on purpose, then that sucks. But I mean, I mean, I hope I don't die <laughs> on purpose until I'm back here. You know. So, all right. I take your meaning, man. I take your yeah. meaning. Whew. If I well, yeah. In case I don't see you again. I'm sure. I, all right. I don't want to make it grim. I'll see you. I'll see you. All right. I'll see you whether here or, right. or you know, in the in the energy glass, whatever. Sure. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go to Grizabeth and Calvin. Okay. They're sitting there and uh, they're actually having some more tea. Grognak made you the extra kettle, and so they're kind of drinking out of that. And Grognak's sitting around chatting with them a little bit, asking. Uh, he seems to be like asking Calvin, like. What do you like to do for fun? And he goes, I like to play a Jeremiah. I like to play a Jorgen. And the fire with the mouth, huh? Uh, that's uh, pretty cool, kiddo. <laughs> what? The water I got, was it in a container? I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a canteen, actually. Yeah. You got a you gotta spare empty cup uh, or a couple cups, uh, Grognak? Uh, yeah, you're, sure, sure. And uh, I'm going to pour my canteen water into those cups. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fill it up with the cinnamon tea that, that he made okay. from the kettle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, this will... Uh, that, uh, that canteen looks real familiar. Where'd you get it? Uh, I found it um, near the bridge. The switch was off, by the way. It kind of makes it hard to get here. But, uh... Oh, I think that's Hattrick's canteen. Oh. All right, well, I'll be sure to give it back to him when I see him. Oh, well, he was actually asking if any of us had seen it just this morning, right before I went up and took you guys breakfast. Oh, okay, then I can go give it back to him. Well, all right, yeah. I, I was just, I just... Weird. I was just hoping to have it for my... I'm about to go on my, my truth journey, my, uh... My soul spirit thing. Oh, well, here, hold up. I, uh, I'm sure I've got a water skin around oh. here. I, I could hook you up with some tea. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and he goes off and he grabs one and he starts filling it for you and hands it off to you. I take a quick, like, whoop, 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 whoop from my canteen with the tea. Mm -hmm. Here. Get, here. If this is his here. You should, you should hold on to it for him. Though. When you see him, says, you know, give it back to him. Yeah, sure, sure, man. All right, everybody. Well, I'm off to my uh, soul challenge. Good, Dad. Thanks, kiddo. And he does a finger gun. And he's like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm leaving now. Off I go. And Grizabeth comes up behind you and, like, she puts a hand on your arm and she goes, where do you think you're going? Uh, you want to go with me? No. Oh, come here, you oh, idiot. Oh. And she gives you a kiss. <laughs> oh, my. It's a mug pile. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. Okay. Um, hold on. And I pull out one of the pens and rubber paper from Ostergon. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, 
I'm not going to demonstrate it because, well, let me explain what this is. So you, you, with this pen, you write on the, the, the paper and uh, whatever you write is going to appear on, I have two other papers here like this. Okay. So if something bad happens and you have to communicate, you know, use that and I'll use it to communicate with you. But please, please, please don't use unless an emergency because the others... The Thomas and, 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 and the Tiro guy, they, they have uh, one of these papers. So they're going to see it too, whatever you write. So, okay, understood. Yeah. I'm going to give her one pen and one rubber paper thing. Okay. Don't let Calvin play with that. He's going to think it's like a, a drawing thing. I don't, I don't want to give him any hints. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Don't worry, Gary. All right. Now I feel better. All right. I'll see you soon, handsome. See you, sweetheart. And he slaps her butt and, and goes... You begin hiking down the path. A brisk wind chills you in an almost refreshing way, and you rub your hands together to stay warm. You're taken aback by the still, odd texture of your left arm. In fact, you notice it's kind of creeped up, not just your hand, but kind of begun to creep onto the beginnings of your forearm. And it is that smooth and almost glossy texture... But, regardless of that weirdness, you feel excited as you begin to venture down. Eventually, you make it to that fork in the path where you see the the rickety bridge and then the path around towards the other bridge that uh, you lowered the other day. And sure enough, that troll is up and about, and he goes, Hi, you're new. Hey, um, yeah, I'm coming from the, um... From the uh, the temple, the Hardy Heart Temple. How'd you get up there without me seeing you? I took the uh, the other entrance. I came from up top. Oh. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should. I didn't know there was another entrance. Maybe I should uh, get someone else to check that area. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, name's Patrick. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, found your canteen earlier. I gave it to. Uh, oh, no kidding! I was looking for. It. Yeah, I gave it to Grognak. So uh, you know, if you wanted. He's got oh. it. I, I, if I knew I was going to run into you, I would have given it to you here. But Yeah, yeah. What's your name, Gabe? Uh, Garamar. Garamar. All right. Well, uh, nice to meet you, man. Uh, thanks for thanks for grabbing my canteen. Uh, can I help you with anything? Or uh... I'm doing my uh, my my uh, truth soul challenge right now, I think. And uh, I'm going to go cross well, right. that bridge there. I think that's what they said. I got to get one of those soul gems. So I can uh, kill myself and come back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, good luck, dear. Thanks. You too. Have a good, uh, prosperous troll bridging. Thanks, man. I'll. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you around. And uh, he sits down near the bridge, and he and he says, "I sure wish I had my book to read." <laughs> <laughs> um. One other thing. I have this, uh, and I found it with the canteen, and I know how much you like bridges, and I'm... Are you a fan of, um, what's her name? Uh, the author. Jessica Feltra? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love her novels. They're just so captivating. I think this is yours, and I pull out a bridge too far. Ugh! Garamar, you're just like a godsend. Yeah. Off to my journey. Whoosh. Good luck. And he and he sits down with this copy of A Bridge Too Far. He seems very happy, and he goes, "Saucy." <laughs> oh my God, I'm already. F- 
fucking nervous and I didn't even do it yet. You cross the bridge. It's a little rickety, but like without issue. It's not like a the boards don't fall out from under you. And it's actually like a pretty calming walk just down the opposite spiral of the mountain. The snow covers the ground, but there's a nice chill wind and you're breathing it in. The air, you're pretty high up uh, and the air is just as thin as it is, is refreshing and invigorating, kind of like taking a cold shower. And as you near the bottom, the sound of crashing water grows louder and louder as it reverberates through the rocky passageways betwixt the spirals of mountain. At the base of the mountain, the waterfall crashes with heft, forming an impressive wall of thundering, gushing liquid, immediately giving way to a nice wide river that is leagues calmer, gently flowing downstream. The water is crystal clear wherever it's not frothing, and you see the myriad of colored pebbles at the bottom, deeper than you may have expected. Small fish dart back and forth. On either bank, you see some dried-up trees and shrubs that have died for the winter to come, sporting only leaves of snow. Okay, I do I not see a path to continue? Nope. Okay, uh, I'm going to look around for tree you see you see some dried up trees on either side of the waterfall and you said there was water crashing it's a heavy waterfall like okay the water would crush you if you walked into it you get me okay and can i peek behind the waterfall or it's it's like flush with the wall of the mountain yeah if i jumped in the river would it like carry me or no it's it's actually pretty gentle like once it falls down like the river itself you imagine that you could probably stand in it without issue, aside from the fact that it's probably very cold. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, since it's a cantrip, I'm just going to create a little bonfire right here mm-hmm. and go through my Ostrogon books Okay. for a spell that might help if I were to learn. Okay. The only one that would help is that floating disc, so he's going to try and learn that spell. I'll tell you what, you just long rested... You just had your tea. This is technically in your spell book because you have all of Ostrogon's books. So I'll say that you can spend about an hour swapping out a spell for Tensor's Floating Disc, and that'll count as it being your prepared spell after your long rest. Hmm. So what spell would you like to swap out? I think I'll just swap out my hideous laughter. I I think we're trying to get away from that lifestyle. Okay, you sit by the little bonfire that you created and read through the books of Ostrogon. You read through his spells and his notes, uh, and you pay particular attention to Tensor's floating disc, and you prepare your spells for the day. And now amongst them is your new spell, Tensor's floating disc. Okay, so Gary closes the book. He thinks he's got it down, and he's going to zip everything up, and he's going to try to jump into the water okay you jump into the water and immediately again it's kind of deeper than you expect so you're instantly up to your chin basically you feel so cold like dangerously cold as in you feel like you probably shouldn't be in this water for very long do i still see that waterfall crashing like in through the water if you look under the water you see that the bottom of the river actually like has a really deep slant 
and you can see the waterfall crashing in heavy for probably about five feet under. But it looks like if you were to hold your breath and if you're a good swimmer, you could actually probably swim under the waterfall because there is enough space under it. It's just a little far down. So it'll be a, a tough swim, but if you can pull it off, then yeah. Oh, then yeah, you'll try to swim underneath the waterfall. Okay, I'm going to say between the time it took you to sit in here, acclimate, and look, you take your first one cold damage. Okay. Now, roll an athletics check for me. An unnatural 20. Hot. You take that cold damage, it kind of wakes you up. Uh, you do like that little like swim out of the water, like, like a shark leaping up almost to catch your breath. <gasps> go under. You swim down. You're about three feet tall, so you swim roughly with the slant of the bottom of the river. Some fish dart out of your way. And you dip down probably about seven or eight feet. You feel your ears begin to pop. And the current is kind of heavy here as the waterfall crashes into it. But you manage to swim against it and through kind of the danger zone and you pop out on the other side gasping for air. And you crawl your way onto a little cove that is behind the waterfall. You shake off the icy cold water and step into the small, moss-covered chamber. Directly ahead of you is a large, oval circle of pink crystal, like a large mirror. Just barely reflected in it, you see a little fuzzy, dark shape that appears to be your outline. Okay, Gary is like crawling out of the water. And just with one hand, he casts a bonfire, like, nearby. Yeah, you do so, and you sit by it, and you begin warming up and kind of wring your clothes off. You wring out the bear fur and hold it over the fire to dry it out a little bit. You you feel much more comfortable with the bonfire now. And he's going to, I guess, go grab, like, a stick from the bonfire, trying to, like, see clearly what he's looking at. You hold it up, and you get the feeling that it's not because of lack of light. It's just, for some reason, it's fuzzy. It's like a mirror, but if the mirror was covered in, like... Not that it's not covered in dirt, but the effect of it is, like, as if it was, like, covered in dirt and you couldn't see the reflection clearly. Uh, okay, I'm gonna walk up to that mirror. Okay. Tap on it. Ding, ding, ding. You do so. Do I see anything else around? Mm, not really. Like, no way to move forward it's a little cove it's very very mossy which you would expect you know being in this very damp area and just that big oval pink crystal uh gary's gonna like make cup binoculars over his eyes and then press his hands to the and face to the mirror just try and see what's inside you can't see past it it's like pretty opaque you just see your your reflection okay crap what was he gonna test i already forgot my strength? My... My truth? Roll, uh, I guess, an intelligence to see how good your memory is. Ten. I'll tell you this. You can remember the things he said, but not necessarily in the order he said them. You remember something about courage, something about strength, something about truth, something about wisdom. Okay, Gary's gonna... Yeah, I guess Gary's gonna try and break the mirror. Okay. It's not a mirror. It is oval-shaped like a mirror, and it seems like it's almost reflecting you, but not really. My strength, my courage, my truth, and my... Wisdom. Gary's gonna punch it. Okay, roll an unarmed attack for me. Natural 20. 
Oh my god, you punch it and it cracks a little bit. Uh... Okay, he's gonna... Yeah, he's gonna punch it again. Okay, roll another unarmed attack. Another natural twin. Oh my god, you punch it again and the crack deepens. Oh, come on. My strength. This one is a 13. You punch it and you get the feeling that... Those cracks were like a one in a million chance of landing. Okay. Because this is solid crystal, baby. Oof. It hurts a little bit. Okay. Oof. I think that's all I'm going to get out of you. Uh, how do I do with this thing? Uh, he's going to try and pull it off the wall. I mean, it doesn't look like it's hung. It looks almost like it's growing out of the, the wall. You get me? Yeah, he's going to try and break it off. Yeah, roll strength check for me 18 you pull and you feel like a little shake and which is almost unnatural you like you feel like it's not supposed to do that but you're just very strong and you feel a little budging but nothing nothing quite gives away all right maybe it's not strength maybe it's uh uh it's a mirror okay i don't know uh I'm gonna cast Acid Splash on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, does it do a saving throw, I guess? Uh, then no, yeah, it just lands on it. You see that the Acid lands on it, and, uh, I guess it corrodes a little bit. Yeah, you're you're doing some damage to this, this crystal. Um, what the hell do I do with the crystal? Oh, no. I'm gonna be stuck behind the waterfall forever. A teenage Calvin comes through the waterfall and says, Hey, Dad. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna cast Mage Hand inside the mirror crystal and try and grab the shadow that I see. Inside it? I don't know. It says that from a point you choose within 30 feet. It doesn't look like it's hollow. It looks like it's just reflecting. Okay. If it's not hollow, then no, I don't think so. But there's nothing in here but this stupid mirror. Thing, crystal. Hello. Okay, it's not talking to me. Uh, shit. No, I don't want. All right, fine. I guess I have to. <sighs> Gary takes out his rubber pen and rubber paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he writes, "I'm stuck at the crystal. What do I do?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> You write on the pad, and then you just kind of stare at it for a couple of minutes. He, he stares at it with on the ground, like it's laying on the ground, and he's staring at it with his hands on his hips. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually you see your writing get erased, and then you see, speak your truth. Speak my truth. Okay. I am looking for a cure to my ailment. The edges of the crystal portal light up, and the crystal almost seems to swirl as your reflection becomes much clearer. And, uh, yeah, I need a soul crystal to move my soul into temporarily. And, uh, now he's gonna touch the crystal. Your hand goes through it. Whoa! Oh, okay. Picking up the rubber pen and rubber paper and, and it's like oh, okay here I go and he's gonna walk through okay you walk through <laughs>
This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Benetados as Gary Mogbile. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash drimbus. Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST. And every Friday after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing.